Well, it's Christmas Eve. We thought we'd bring Coach Hall in to talk about the only game Kentucky ever played on Christmas Eve, and that was at Illinois in December of 83. And, Joe, there were some unusual circumstances because there was a snowstorm and the officials couldn't get there, right? Well, uh, we had enough trouble getting there ourselves. But the big problem came after the game was getting out. But uh, we didn't know if we were going to be able to play. They, uh, the fans couldn't get there. The uh, roads were icy. Airplanes were grounded. It was uh, about as rough Christmassy as you could have. But uh, we went on, dressed out, took the floor, warmed up. We got ready to start the game, and they still hadn't gotten the officials. <laughs> they couldn't make it. And so uh, finally the athletic director at Illinois went up in the stands, brought two guys out. One of them was a high school uh, kind of commissioner of officials, and the other one had called, I think, AAU games or something. Both of them had blue jeans on. I remember that. And... uh, that was the first time officials ever asked for my autograph. That was a that was a first. But you know, was that before the game or after? No, it was after. But we won that game on the Blackman uh, jumper at the whistle. I think the score was tied. We had the ball. And he had a basket. But. Uh, Before the game, I told the referees how much I appreciate them coming out of the stands. I want to know if they got their ticket price back. (laughs) But uh, they called a good game. I compliment them. I never got on them during the game for a bad call or a missed call. And uh, the, the big thing was that we won the game Christmas Eve over a good Illinois team. We played great. It was festive atmosphere from the very start to the end. And you had a tough time getting back home for Christmas, right? Well, our plane couldn't. uh, We had a a charter at the airport, but they couldn't get the motors started. And so they were going to fly in uh, some kind of, machine that was going to warm the engine and get it ready to go. But that guy couldn't get in. So we were stuck with no plane. It was late Christmas Eve evening after the game, I guess, 10 o'clock or so. And uh, here I was with a bunch of kids looking for Santa Claus, and we couldn't get them home. I'd had a situation like that once before in, uh, when I was at Regis. We had gotten to the airport and nothing was flat. And I wanted to get those kids home. So I went up and down the counters and I put a kid on. We were in Cincinnati. We'd played the Cincinnati. And I put a kid on a plane to Albuquerque and then to Denver, another one to uh, 
Salt Lake City and back to Denver. And I finally got them all home. Well, in this case, Dr. Singletary was with us. And uh, he wanted very much to get back. So I called the bus companies. They had nothing available. We couldn't even get a bus. So somebody told me there was an independent guy who had his own bus. So I got his number, called him. He said, yeah, I'll take you back to Lexington. So he came over with his uh, little old bus. It was a private thing. I hope he had insurance. I don't know. But uh, he loaded us up about 11 o'clock, and we took off. Well, that wasn't the end of the story. His, tr- his bus was diesel, and it was about 10 below zero at the time. And that diesel would get thick, and it wouldn't go through the pipes fast enough. And uh, so going up hills, we would slow down on the highway to about 20 miles an hour till we got over the top, then it'd pick up speed till the next long hill. And we must have gotten in at 4 or 5 in the morning. And uh, Dick Parsons and I, or Leonard Hamilton, I don't know which, but we stood up in the front of the bus and wiped the steam off in front of the driver all the way home. We took turns. His defrosters wouldn't work. I'm just trying to picture Coach Cal doing all this. Yeah, we had fun, I'll tell you. But thank goodness we had won the game, Tom. And that team, Illinois team, was the same team you would beat later that year to go to the Final Four. Yeah, and they complained about playing on our floor and getting beat. And so we'd tell them, well, we beat you on your floor. You so. Welcome back into the best of the Leach Report for Christmas Eve. We're replaying an interview that I did with Coach Joe B. Hall about the only game that Kentucky ever played on Christmas Eve, which was a win up at Illinois in December of 1983. A little later in the conversation, we got back into one of his earlier teams, his first Final Four team, actually, in 75. And that was a team that had to overcome an early Real big setback. Got beat by 24 up at Indiana, an Indiana team that would go into the NCAA tournament with a perfect record before getting the famous rematch against Kentucky. After that beatdown up in Bloomington, Kentucky came back and played its next game in Freedom Hall against North Carolina and was playing poorly again and was down big. Coach Hall benched all of his starters, and then when they went back in, they stormed back, and Kentucky won the game convincingly and went on to a, a great season that would take them all the way to the national championship game. Jimmy Dan Connor had 35 points, his career high, in that turnaround game against North Carolina. And Joe remembers how significant that game turned out to be as that season played out. You know, I thought about that <clears throat> for a long time after Duke thumped us early this year. I think uh, Indiana beat us about 30 Mm -hmm. and it was second or third game of the year and uh, we weren't ready for their type competition and uh, we had some young players and I remember 
Roby coming in after the game and uh, showing me his tongue. Benson had undercut him with an uppercut, and he had bit through his tongue. Oh. And it was a gash about an inch long and about a half inch deep. And uh, Roby said he learned more in that game than he did in four years high school. Wow. But uh, it it put a fire in their belly for that whole year. And we, we grew into a basketball team. I'm sure there was nothing like winning the championship, but that win over that Indiana team later that year, given what had happened at the start, had to be, I guess, one of your most satisfying, wasn't it? Absolutely, and uh, I think it was the greatest turnaround in basketball history. Indiana was undefeated going into that regional final. They had a great team, I think a better team than the one that won the championship the next year. Mm -hmm. But uh, we were so prepared, so ready, mentally, physically, educationally, (laughs) emotionally, that uh, I don't think anybody would have beaten us. One last question. And, um, you know, someday whenever Cal leaves here, it's going to be a hard, hard act to follow. But I can't imagine anybody has ever had it any harder than than you did following Coach Rupp here. Um, what what are you most proud of in the job that you did in your time at Kentucky with uh, you know being the keeper of the flame in this program? I had a history in Kentucky basketball time. I'd kept charts when I was a teenager or less. I had an older brother. Bill, that was love Kentucky basketball. We never missed a game. And that was when Teal, Tico, Irma Allen, England, Burrs, those guys played back in the early 40s. And uh, I grew up following Kentucky. And uh, to go to the university, I'll never forget playing in alumni gym having Kentucky across my chest, and they playing on on U of K when we came out on the floor. I'll never forget how I felt and the pride that I had. And I'm the only person that played an alumni, coached in Memorial Coliseum and in Rupp Arena. So I'm a Kentucky boy. Through and through. Through and through. And it uh, it added pressure on me following Coach Rupp because I felt for the program. And I probably overdid in some areas. Maybe uh, some of the players could tell you <laughs> about running the walls and whatnot. But conditioning was a big part of basketball. And I put in the running program, weightlifting. Everybody said, some of the parents said, you're going to ruin their shot by having them lift weights. Well, it just made them better shooters. Made them stronger. Made them stronger. But uh, the uh, things that I initiated 
the scrimmages out in the state, organizing the junior pros, having the Halloween house that we entertained the children of our fans, and uh, and the weight and conditioning program were things that changed the picture of Kentucky basketball, and I think that was important. Well, everybody owes you a debt of gratitude, and we'll wish you a very Merry Christmas. Tom, I'm having a great one, and I appreciate you and all you do for uh, creating more fans <laughs> for the Big Blue Nation.